Tampa Bay and the Houston Texans in Houston. Houston favored minus two and a half in this game with an over under of 40. Oh, guys, I'm going to give you a one guess of what I'm going to take here. Can you guess correctly? I want to see. Dan, I'm going to say the opposite of what you want to do on this. One. Oh, really? Really? You think the over, huh? I'm, 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 catching, I'm catching the under, by the way, under 40, because um, Tampa Bay's only had one game on the over, and Houston's only had two games. But, Chris, why would you say do the opposite? I think you're going to see both teams pass the ball a lot, and as a result, there's going to be some turnovers possibly. I think the score can get a little higher as a result of that. I think both these teams, you know, because they're so pass happy oriented, you have a lot of teams when the having completions, the clock's going to stop for those kinds of things. So you're going to get a lot of plays, I think, for both these teams. I like a kind of sneaky game to be one of those games, maybe like a 28, 27 games, kind of a shootout type of game. Neither team's much better than each other. Both teams can kind of turn each other over, get some pass rush. So I think it could be a sneakier game than a lot of people might anticipate. Yeah. Um, other than he, none of these teams put up that many points. You just listed at all this year. That's what I, I, I think it's really funny for one and two telling that you didn't say they're passing a lot, so they're gonna have a lot of like passing touchdowns. <laughs> it's because they're gonna be giving them short yard overs, so people are gonna have short fields. Give <laughs> them short Look, fields. All we saw with the Saints. We see it with the Colts. We see it with Cle- like, it's just I, I don't disagree. Just watching it's just a. You keep getting a chance, you keep getting a chance, you keep getting a chance. It, it winds up getting you some yardage and it pays off in the end for you. And you do get those scores in the fourth quarter where it goes back and forth. And we actually get the double digits for both teams versus a lot of these games where it's like it's close. Both teams can run the ball, clock keeps moving. Neither team can run the ball. Both teams are going to be a lot of second and third long situations. So you're looking for big, some big plays. I think Tank Dell is due for a better game than he had last week. Tampa Bay's secondary is not that great. Houston's defense, I think, is overrated when it comes to passing attack because you can run the ball usually on them. But Bryce Young was has best game the pro last week. So, I mean, I think Houston's run defense I and mean, pass defense overall is super impressive. And like I said, both these teams love to throw the ball. And these are also two teams that like to muck it up and play down their competition, too. So that's the other part of this is what's well, why both I'm shitty, So that's, that's a perfect yeah. situation. <laughs> that's why I'm still going to stick with the under. But you make a compelling argument, and I hope it's more exciting than we think it's going to be. By the way, uh, Damian Pierce coming up on the injury report today with an ankle issue, did not practice, and very questionable according to reports as far as his availability this upcoming Sunday. So I haven't had a chance to update my rankings in reflection of what happens if – Damian Pierce misses. I did have him two spots ahead of Devin Singletary, 32 to 30. Uh, in that one, Pierce got a little bit more snaps than Devin Singletary. It was very close. But what the key was that Pierce, if he's on the field, is still getting all the goal line work. And Singletary, who I thought was going to have a better passing game usage, saw a 30 to 70 splits in favor of Mike Boone in long down and distance. And can I just say, I had no idea Mike Boone was even on the freaking team. This dude always <laughs> up when I'm trying to look for running backs with value rotations. And all of a sudden, Mike Boone comes out of nowhere like, hey, I'm here. I'm taking passing situations just enough to be annoying. I swore he was on Denver earlier this year. Like, I, where, where did you even come what? from? Like, like all these guys, these are, I'm going to, I want a Mike Boone category. That's what I want. 
You're going to throw guys like DJ Dallas in that category. You're going to throw guys like Darrington Evans in that category. Like guys who just like, I do enough in the passing game to ruin somebody else's day. Like they're all going to just be in the Mike Boone category for me from now on. Like, what are you doing? Go away. Shoo. Vamanos. Out of here. Yeah. So that, that was my frustrations here, especially like looking for Singletary to kind of like get in that workload there. Now, again, like we said, the Pierce situation, if he's out, I would assume Devin Singletary would take on their roles and be more of a featured back in this one. So make sure you go to BellFantasySports.com. Look at my rankings throughout the week. Look at Chase's rankings throughout the week, which are also up too, by the way. And we'll be updating that as we get more information. There's not much else I can go into to there. What did you guys, I mean, you know, what, Chris, what did you, what did you make of the uh, situation there, the platoon situation with, with Singletary and Pierce? What did you see there? Yeah, I think it's been, you know, pretty much like you said, a 50-50 split. Well, should say a 40-40-20 uh, split uh, with Boone getting his rotation in there. Most of the carries, you know, they go to Pierce. You do see Singletary getting the touches. You didn't see him involved in the passing attack. This team overall didn't do shit, you know, last week versus Carolina. They had 12 points, so it's hard to kind of gauge what they can both do. That makes me part overall, Dan, is where I don't really care about either guy right now. I think at the best, they're flex options at best. Yeah. I wouldn't want to play either one of these backs, and I wouldn't even necessarily want to play one of them just because the other one's out necessarily either. They just haven't really well, run up well. Um, and well, hold on, hold on. For this week, if one of them, if I tell you one of them is going to get fifteen plus touches, I think this week you're probably playing the one. I mean, you want to? It's not like it's not like you're playing no. a great matchup here. No, if, they're not. If if one guy can get everything that they both have, and then Mike Boone continues to come in for eight snaps a game. You might, yeah, you've got definitely a flex player, if not a low end. They played back the worst too. rush defense last week. I know. Hey, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm telling you what we've seen this year so far from the two guys combined. Again, kind of like we said with Dalton Kincaid and, and Dawson Knox and with the tight ends last week, if you can combine what they're both doing into one dude, you've got a usable piece there. And that may happen this weekend if Pierce can't go, because I don't trust Mike Boone to come in and take away appreciable work from, from the whole. Uh, if, if one guy is getting the run that both of them had been getting combined, I just, yeah, I'm not excited about having to put either one of them out there, whether it's one guy or both of them. So our pets heads are falling off. That's how I feel about the whole situation. Okay, so C.J. Stroud is a top 10 quarterback for me. I got him at number nine. He is the cutoff point between the top eight guys and then everybody else. But it is Tampa Bay. Gives up the 11th most fantasy points allowed to the quarterback position. Stroud has had moments this year. Uh, Rashad White, as long as he's getting thrown the ball, he keeps being an RB2. Also very ugly to look at, but... Hey, you keep doing these checkdowns. I've been doing the last couple of weeks. That's all you're really looking for, Rashad White. You're playing Evans. You're playing Nico. You're flexing Godwin. I don't have Tank Dell in my top 36 this week, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if you want to take a shot on him as an upside play. He could give you something there, too. And Dalton Schultz, I have as a begrudgingly top 10 tight end this week, too. Also, I don't really love that as well. Does anybody have any notes on this game? I love Tank Dell this week. Love St. Dallas week. He's an upside shot. I would definitely take a shot on him in DFS. Uh, just was disappointed with the usage that we saw a week ago. Uh, I just can't believe we... you don't have Baker Mayfield ranked higher. Of course, I'm kidding. Yeah. I've, I'm kidding. Right. I've got him at 18. Okay. We with everything. 
Shut up. With everything we've been talking about all year and how much that you absolutely hate the man, and I don't understand why he has a family for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, well, that's what happened. I don't care. He leaves their players on a computer for me. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, they are human beings. They're not. These are they're numbers. Not, they're not humans. That's all I talk Running about around on the tape. <laughs> Yeah, in a week where Brett Ripon, Jaron Hall, PJ Walker, I'm probably yeah, yeah. seeing some stuff. Baker Mayfield becomes QB 18. Top 20 play. <laughs> That's the only, only time. Let's go to our next.